Okay. Hello. Welcome to Moms of Mischief and Mayhem. I am the mom of mischief, Lindsay. I'm the mom of mayhem, Courtney. We have a guest. We do have a guest. I'm so excited. (laughs) Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? I am the husband of both of these women. (laughs) (laughs) All of the truth. Yeah. And, And who are you, dear? I am Mr. Louis Spinlove. And you're the you're the dad of Mayhem. Yeah, Miss Mayhem. So before anybody starts wondering, no, we're not Polly. No. It's just funny. I'm just the best friend and I, 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 we're like a package deal. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like Oh yeah. I, I just come as a package. side dish. What'd you say, babe? It's a sweet side dish too. <laughs> So, so would you like to tell our listeners why you have to do this podcast with us remotely? Would you like to explain our situation? Um, I am working in Washington right now mm-hmm. and uh, trying to get back home, but it's been a long, difficult journey and uh, hopefully something breaks loose soon and I can get home. Yep, we're hoping everything that you had been working on here at home, they're all on hiring freezes because the world went crazy. Right. So yep. what is that like? What is that like working away from home for somebody? Like explain it as if we didn't know what it was like. <laughs> well, because it's well, different for us. Right. Well, I mean, like like without sounding like a jackass, it's it's easy on one hand and difficult on the other. It's easy for me as far as it's just me to take care of me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I don't have a yard or or my girls to worry about as far as like what I can do to help them out on a day-to-day basis is, you know, is like with laundry and yard work and taking care of the kids or taking them out of your hair when they're being maniacs and you guys have a full plate. It's just me. I, I wake up. I have one load of laundry to do a week when I go grocery shopping. It's for one person. I wish. <laughs> you know. nice. Right. And then on the other hand, so are you working or are you really away on vacation? Really? Oh, you know what I'm doing, babe. (laughs) But anyway, and then then on the other hand, like I have the day to day worries about like how how can I help you from here? You know what can I do to ease the burden? Because me being 1,200 miles away, I can't armchair quarterback you. I can't go. Well, I would have done it this way or. Why didn't you do this? Because I'm not there. I mean, you you both have full plates. And for me to do that, that's not fair. You know, there's there's times like when, when you were building the chicken coop, I wanted to go, why do, well, I would have done it this way. Well, I'm not there. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you know, know it's what easy. that's called? Self-preservation. That's called, <laughs> that's, that's called staying in the good graces of your woman. And Stay you'll never and there's something that I've realized you will never win a fight 1200 miles away from your wife ever. So is that the only reason you would lose? That's what I'd like to tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) So what, what do you think you've learned by being away for work? Like, what do you think is different about you now? than before you left for work you just really learn to appreciate the little things 
you know, being able to just seeing, seeing, seeing mayhem and on a day-to-day basis, just, just, it's just every little, every little thing that you didn't like, you can't, it's, it's hard to pinpoint them all. There's just every little thing, just walking into your own bathroom. Go and let me tell you, it's even better when it's clean. (laughs) Going to the bathroom in your own bathroom. Um, seeing you bringing you a cup of coffee when you're when you're when i know that you just sat down and forgot to grab it just little things just going to check my own mail going in my own yard sitting on my back porch peeing off the back porch hey i do that (laughs) enough for the both of us do you really no oh but i would don't put it past me just thinking like do we need to get you a shiwi so yes i I mean honestly very convenient I mean, honestly, babe, think about how many times have I walked by the bathroom just to go out pee off the back porch? Uh, at least twice a week. Yep. Um, at least. So I have a question. Okay. How is it, Courtney, for for you? How? Because he's told his side, but oh, it's, it's different. It's different <laughs> for you. So explain a little bit about, you know, um, being in a relationship where you don't get to see each other very much and still continuing your life here and maintaining that contact and that connection. So you two are my best friends. You two are, are literally my soulmates in different ways. And having Louie gone is harder than I ever imagined and it's not it doesn't come in waves it's not like you stub your toe and it hurts for a minute and then it's done it's a pain and frustration and emptiness that is ongoing like it doesn't it doesn't go away and I didn't I didn't know that I thought I thought that it was something that you would just kind of get used to Mm -hmm. oh it's gonna make me cry you asshole um, well, I cried last time. It's your turn. Gideon, Gideon put it really well um, with his honey. They have things that they do together that they can't right now. And he's like, I'm not going to go. Indy, would you? My cat is an talk? attention whore and yeah. I'm not paying attention to him. So, um, Gideon was saying he can't go to McDonald's and go get a vanilla ice cream cone because it doesn't matter it only matters because it's with jd and i feel the same i feel the same way there's so many things that we do together or like jokes or like we um if if pillow talk was an olympic sport we would both have gold medals like we lay awake at night and just talk and um that's actually something that I really admire about your guys' relationship is um, I've been here since the beginning of Louie being gone um, aside from school, but ultimately he, I moved in and I think it was like two or three days later that Mm -hmm. he left for Washington. So, um, and it's different for, for everybody, but I've watched you guys maintain this connection and you talk often and you just really share your days together as much as you possibly can Mm -hmm. 
Like there's so much communication and I know that it gets busy or you can't talk or you're distracted or whatever the case may be, but I've really admired how you guys have just stayed as connected as you possibly can. And on one hand, it makes it easier. (laughs) It makes it easier because the fear of losing that connection is so terrible. Right. But on the other hand, like we have these conversations and I'm just like, fuck, I miss your stupid face. Yeah. And and, and then it's, I agree with her so much. And then like, you almost get tired of hearing, I miss you. Right. Because because, like, and and not that I don't want to hear it. I'm not trying to say that at all. You just, it's like, no shit. I, I miss you too. Like, oh, you don't say. And and then, you know, like Gideon was talking about going to get an ice cream cone. Just just like I, I used to do that with Anna all the time. I mean, we'd be in the middle of running around crazy town and, and, and out of nowhere, you know, I've been dragging around all day running errands, doing whatever. And, it, and I could just I don't taking that five minutes just to chill out with the kiddo is. It just sucks. Like being a telephone dad, watching her grow up on the telephone is. Oh yeah. It's what insane. Was the, what was the latest development that you, that you were mad at me for telling you about what can she reach now? The paper towel rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she, like she's just had this growing, like, and then the, then the no shirt thing. Oh yeah. She was in the kitchen and she was dancing around. It was when she was putting her pajamas on mm-hmm. and she had her legs in her onesie and her chonies but it was unzipped and she was dancing around and she has movement in her chest now yeah and it hit it hit louie that pretty soon it won't be appropriate for her to have her shirt off right like that's that's how that's how how much she's she's growing up Yeah. yeah and i didn't even like i didn't say it first like courtney we were on facetime and she looked at me and i was like Oh yeah, I know what you're about to say, and it was the same. Ex- she's like, "Did you see that?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "She," because I can just remember her. Just she, she was always running. She, she was four. She, she was yes. Yeah, she's just a, she was always a little nudist. Like the yeah. kid, lo- the kid loved to flash you as she was running out of the shower. She'd be like, "Oh, look at my butt," and then take off running. Oh God, that sounds like Lila. Oh yeah. And then I, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like, she's not gonna be able to do that anymore. Right. And and I miss crazy. And I'm missing the stages of of that. Right. You know, well, writing let writing letters and telling her I love her and trying to stay connected is is just it's difficult. It's just extremely do difficult. Do you ever feel a disconnect from like your home and in the family? Like do you ever feel like completely disconnected? No, I don't I don't feel disconnected. Uh Courtney and uh, Courtney and Anna both are very well. Um, I I don't even have I don't have the vocabulary for what I'm trying to say, but as far <laughs> as as far as trying to keep me connected is, they care they care more about other people's feelings than their own. Like they can tell when you're off, even Anna. Like like when I'm being a grumpy ass, like I can't tell you how many times I was just I, I'd be just dar about everything and on and be like, it's okay if you're in a bad mood, I can do it, daddy. You know? And I'm just like, 
I don't even know why I'm in a bad mood. That sucks. <laughs> right. You know, and then it just, yeah, no, I, I don't feel disconnected from them. I feel more disconnected. Like I'm upset at myself for, it's hard to look at the ones and say you, that you love the most and leave. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's so the hardest, gonna... it's the hardest drive every morning, waking up by yourself and driving in the dark to work. Right. And coming home in it. Yeah. We're going to, um, we're going to end this part with one last question. Um, cause Lindsay has some pretty colors in her head. I have hair dye and I need to rinse it out like stat. Uh, so we're going to end this part, but one last question. If anybody was, anybody with a family was thinking about leaving for work, what would be your advice to them? Um, God, um, invest in, 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 invest in Kleenex because <laughs> you're going to cry. You're going to find, you're going to find emotions and, and feelings and hopelessness and dark days do by, you your, think, by yourself. Do you think that it's worth it? Like, do you think that, do you think that it's worth it? I think everything I'm going through to ensure that we have the things we need and, and try to show Anna that hard work and being honest and kind is, is a payoff. It's a sacrifice, but it's a payoff. Right. No sacrifice, no glory. <laughs> well, with those wise words, Confucius, uh, we're going to take a break. Go get a coffee refill. I'm going to shout, shout. Shout, shout. I need a shout. Go get a, a coffee refill, and we'll be right back. Later. So when you get home, I want to shave a Superman symbol into your chest hair again. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was easy. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was you so liked cute. It. You liked it. Yes, you did. I did, but I felt really bad for you when it started growing back in and you were all itchy. Yeah. <laughs> but not bad was... enough to not want to do it again. <laughs> It was worth it to see you smile. <laughs> why you gotta be all? Why you gotta be all sweet like that? Uh, you make it easy, baby. <laughs> oh, don't talk to me, yo. Let me call my sweetie, baby. You don't have to come by. I know you work. I know you gotta work. I hear you on the phone. And it's because she was being considerate. I was fucking trying to be. <laughs> Her hair turned out really pretty. It looks like peacock colors. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I think I might curl it tomorrow just to see what it looks like. Or you could just let it dry normally and it would be curling. Anywho, so the second part of this... You're so annoying. <laughs> the second part of this, I, I wanted to ask you some questions and I know Lynn will have other other questions as well um or input or input you 
input. Fucking A right. What? Apparently. <laughs> if I'm good at doing it, I might as well keep doing it. <laughs> um so you are Anna's Anna's stepdad. Um what was it like in the beginning, like just jumping into having a four year old? Chaotic at best. <laughs> Okay. I love your honesty. You know, Anna, Anna was pretty easy. Um, I think it was probably more of me, you know, not not having children of my own. Um, you know, it's just it's just different when you when you have a child around, you no longer get to be selfish. You know, and just being aware that there's a child around and watching your language and your behavior because they are impressionable and you're supposed to do that well <laughs> you probably should Damn try it. A, a little bit it was just a really uh real awakening moment i should say how was it not not just jumping into be not just jumping into having a 4 year old but how was it jumping into parenting a four-year-old with me, like like as a couple? Like, how was that for you? Well, you know, like I said, we grew up, me and you grew up in different households totally the whole way around. Right. Like, I, I grew up in a household. I mean, I had loving parents. I, they never touched me. They never, they never beat me. They never... I grew up in. A, I didn't have. I didn't have to go get my mom off a bar stool. I didn't. I, my dad wasn't at bars. Um, right. But I also grew up in a household where mom was the queen. You know, and fucking ain't right. <laughs> and and my dad was the king of no. And if you were like, why? He'd be like, because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good enough that that's that no was no there was no like well maybe i could sidestep dad you didn't get to sidestep dad he was the king and not that it was wrong you know for but i didn't i don't want that for anna like sometimes i found myself saying no just to say no mm-hmm. or because it was an inconvenience to do to you i do that all the time right and then 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 courtney was courtney would be like well why no and then I'd be like, I don't know. I, said I don't that. know because I fucking said so. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Then, then. Oh my god! Do you remember that one time in the van when we were talking about me getting a motorcycle and you said no, and I was like, uh, come again? Right. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean no? The, like, most, I most, said of, so. most of all those conversations end up the same way. Going well, I'm not riding on the back of your motorcycle. We have to get our own. <laughs> Now you're gonna get one, huh? Wow! Well, real pushover. But you know what she did? She did recommend this, and I could totally see it going down. I'll get the if she gets me a side cart, I will be her sidekick. I will ride Snoopy style with the goggle looking glasses. I'll put on the Red Baron helmet. I don't care. I'll wear the I'll wear the Red Baron helmet. The whole thing. And I'll even get him the little steering wheel on the sidecar. Absolutely. I'll be her ride or die in the in the side <laughs> cart. <laughs> so so anyway, uh, 
so how was okay so back to parenting um I remember I'm asking this because I remember a couple of speed bumps I don't remember what they were about but you and I didn't know how to communicate together as parents if that makes sense like if we viewed things a different way regarding Anna in the beginning, I think, I think both of us shut down a little bit and we just didn't know how to talk about it. Do you remember that? Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I don't remember it being really bumpy though. I remember our relationship progressed really fast, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, we both we both were just fresh out of re- relationships, you know. Yeah, like months out of relationships, like 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 literally to probably to the day, a month, you know, or something like that. It just, I think you were really worried about the because like you had just gotten your divorce. I had just I had just got out of my relationship, and Anna was kind of. Her whole world had been flipped up down, upside yeah. down, you know. Yeah. And I and you were really, really concerned on not screwing up our child. Yeah, it was scary, you know. My my family history of relationships and kids being involved in relationships, it was kind of like it was kind of like tossing kids in a washing machine on the spin cycle and just uh, seeing how it went. Man, I feel that. <laughs> you know, and I, I didn't want to do that to Anna. Right. I totally well, we, agree. I don't want to do that to Lila ever either. Well, we also, we, we were so worried about Anna. Like, I've had friends who, like, when you went to their house, it was more like a museum. Don't touch this. Don't do that. Don't do this. And we definitely have certain rules in our house, but we don't also jump on the fucking we, couch. Yeah, like you're not allowed to jump on the couch or swing from the ceiling fans or or play baseball. Well, me and Anna play baseball and soccer and football in the house. But you know what I'm getting rid of? What? Those fucking giant ass balls. Thank so you. Gray, Thank you. The gray one. The gray one is here, and then the neighbors must love us because they gave the girls another one. Lindsay, so, pop them all, throw them away, give them, like, I don't care what you do with them. You know them, what I told you... the girls? I said, balls are either in season or out of season, and they are out of season right but now. I was thinking about it. Why is it so annoying? Because I have to argue about who has who, which ball, and then I have to hear when they're at the table right here, Lila, I have no room. <laughs> and Lila will be like, yeah, you do. I was here first, like. No, it's annoying. Or have you ever noticed that they just sit, they'll sit in one spot in the house for, oh, I don't know, a week. And just bounce on it. Right. Or better yet, when they don't (laughs) use them and you've decided that you've had enough of walking around it, tripping over it, lifting things over it. And then you move it. They're like, I was going to use that. You're like, no, you wasn't. Oh, I hate it. And then they're like taking it into rooms and stuff. They tried to bring it in my room one day, and I laughed at him. I was like, "Hell no!" Oh, Queen Queen Courtney loves when I put it in the bathtub, and then she it's takes just... it out, and then it'll sit in the bathroom for a week, or it'll sit next to the bed on my side. You guys are so hostile. Well, because it's they're either fighting about it or they fight about everything. Well, that they do right in this living room because it's the <laughs> only room big enough for the balls. Thank you. Get rid of them. Okay. 
Okay, anyway, all right. So, the, I mean, in all seriousness, this is good parenting communication. Oh, shine. <laughs> Riley, this is inconsiderate of you <laughs> to bark during a podcast. I'll do it. He, misses, he misses his dad. <laughs> um, I was just wondering... Was it scary? Like, did you feel like you didn't want to overstep boundaries? Did you feel like there were boundaries? Were you worried about discipline? Well, yeah, a little bit. You you know how you you know you know my big threat. Like, don't make me have mom spank you. <laughs> you, you yeah. But like, where we were different is she used to just run you ragged. Right. She sure. she loved like. She was, she's so, she's such a good little manipulator when she wants to be. She knows how to manipulate systems, the system to work for her, which is pretty much like every young adult or child at that age. But I remember, and I was probably guilty myself where I'd be like, oh, babe, can you do this for me? Can you do that? And then me and her both have you, I don't know, doing nine million things at one time. And then when you'd finally just get to sit down. And she, like, she would just see you sit down and she'd be like, oh, by the way, can you get me a glass of water or this? And finally, I remember it just hit me one day and I was like, you know, I've seen you do backflips off of the walls. I've seen you climb across the countertops. I've seen you do all sorts of stuff. I've seen you make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And, in it, and when we're not look, looking, you know how to get everything you want that you know that we don't want you to get. But when it comes to getting a glass of water or some juice, you could go get it yourself. And that was a big deal for you. You didn't want to let go. You thought it was maybe like she didn't need you no more. Um, I don't remember feeling that way necessarily. I, I hadn't realized how much it was. I hadn't realized how much it was can you give me a napkin can you give me a drink can you give me this can you give me that like I hadn't realized really how much it was until Lindsay moved in and then I was in your shoes right because I remember and it was all day long mommy 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 can you can you can you will you will you will you and And I was was like like, yes 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 hold on yeah for the love of god child no and now the new question is uh, when the girls come out or when they come to us, um, if we're in the middle, of, like, have you heard the good news about the chicken coop? Um, when I was in the middle of working on the chicken coop, they would come to me and they'd want something. And now the question is, is this a want or a need? Mm. Cause if it's a want, shoo, shoo, you're fed, you're clothed, you have your water bottles. You do not need me. <laughs> Kick rocks. You're not bleeding. We don't need to take off any limbs. And I wasn't slacking that day. I was not here. I was working. No, yeah. Well, uh, like one more thing on that. Like, I guess the que- to answer the question where we were different is like, I had bought, I'd got onto that stool so she could reach things. Right. And I remember I'd be like, um, didn't I get you a stool so you could get the glasses down and get your own water? I mean, you know how much water goes in a glass. That's pretty simple. I mean, I know you can handle that. And you'd be like, oh, I'll just get it. And I guess that's where we were different. I'd be like, no, I'm not getting up to get you a glass of water. You know how to do it. You know that the fridge has got it. There's some in the there's some in the fridge. We have a dispenser on the door and there's juice and whatever you need. Go get 
I mean, of course you can have juice. You just don't need three gallons of it. Go get something. <laughs> you know? Oh, um, I want to know if your answer will be the same as my answer. What's the funniest memory that you have with you and Anna? When I didn't seatbelt her car seat in. And she was so, she was so mad at me. She was so mad. So, so paint the picture for our listeners. Explain. Well, we were new in our relationship. And you had to work that day. And I was off. And uh, I believe Anna's biological father was out of town or whatever. And you, and you were like, oh, I'll just take her over to the babysitters. And I'm like, for what? I'm like, I got this. Well, I didn't really know how to hook up car seats. And I didn't realize that you had to have like spaghetti arms to strap the seatbelt behind the car seat. So after like, after 10 minutes of jerking on her around in the car seat, throwing her up into the front seat, freaking out. I just, I told her, I was like, and she told me, she's like, you have to do it. And I'm like, I got this. I go, I'll just take it easy. You just sit in the car seat and we'll be, I buckled into the seat. I just didn't have the seat buckled into the car. So I, I cruised her around all day. Me and her palled around. We did a bunch of stuff. And last 10 minutes of the day, I banked curve too fast. And I look in the back and Anna is doing a somersault in the back of my truck and ends up face down in the floorboard attached to the car seat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and she doesn't cry. She doesn't say one word. All she says is, I'm not very happy right now. So <laughs> I hop out and I flip her up right side. And she, she, her eyebrows are tucked into her hairline and she's red in the face. And I'm like, you can cry, but you can't tell mom. Right. She's, she's just, I could just see her and it's, she's getting madder by the second. And she, finally, she's like, well, what's in it for me? And I was like, anything you want. As long as you don't tell mom. <laughs> and I think that's when I realized me and her were going to get along just fine. I'm like, oh, you're sneaky. You could be my. I believe that that was also the first time she said, I told you. So. She did too. She's like, I told you this was going to happen. And I'm like, I know. Okay. I'm an idiot. You're going to have to learn to deal with some of this stuff. <laughs> um. How so? From an outsider's perspective, uh, did you did you ever hear any comments like when you and I when you and I got together and people uh, learned that you had a new little, um, like your friends or your family? Did anybody ever say anything that was unexpected or that you thought was kind of strange? No, I, honestly, most of my my friends and uh, my mom and my brother and Kathy and my grandma, you, you know them well enough now that they are maniacs, but they all have big hearts, you know, and they were, they've accepted on and you as their own and did from day one. But most of my friends and, 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 and all of them just want me to be happy. And they, and they know that I'm happy. They can see it. And they were all supportive. And and and, and to be on, and to be honest, like you know, everybody's like, "Oh, you're the stepdad." I I don't even I don't even know what that what stepdad means. Uh, as far as I know, it's 
I never thought of of on anything other than my own. I mean, I'm washing underwear. I got holes in them that I don't know why I'm washing so that kid can have what she needs. So, I mean, if that's, that's not being her pop, I don't know what is. Yeah, let's not even start on your cheese grater, Tony. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> Probably because they're like two decades For all, old. No, they're not. For all you listeners, I don't know what goes on, but my ass eats my underwear. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know. It's just. A, it's a. It's a condition. I haven't labeled it yet, but it's. It's a condition. Well, we definitely miss you. Lindsay's been super quiet. Maybe it's the hair dye. Maybe. Or she could be... How many gummies did you eat? (laughs) Um, Oh my my god, you called it. I I knew something was up. I'm sorry, I'm tired. That's all right. I don't blame you. I think that this is a good point to to stop off at. You have a, do you want to talk about your experience being a step parent really fast? So I got married very quickly into knowing this person. And I was 22 years old, didn't have any children, never had been married, and I got married. And he had an 8-month-old and a 6-year-old. And so not only did I get married, but I was an instant mom. Mm -hmm. And at first, like I wanted to be, um, after I got, the girls got used to me and whatnot, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the one that got up in the middle of the night so that, you know, they would, the baby would form a bond with me and things like that. But I think doing that in the beginning set myself up for failure because then it ended up just all falling on me all the time Mm -hmm. there was no like how do you parent how do I parent let's parent together it was just like like even at Christmas time we make sure that she gets him a gift at at Thanksgiving we make sure that he comes over for dinner we don't try to make it awkward we don't want her to have to have to choose because it's it's... um I I wish I had that relationship with with Lila's dad but um however I I'm just developing that relationship with my stepdaughter's mom we're obviously both not with their dad anymore um so we kind of connected on on that level and um i mean it's it's so cool to get a a text from her and say cj misses you well well yeah i mean it it it, it, it can't be it can't be easy on the kid, you know. I mean, it's it's just like when 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 I'm at home and and I want to go do something with Anna, and then her biological call, and 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 she right. he'll be like, "Oh, I was gonna go do this," and then Anna gives me that look, like all me all the time. So, um, I've been divorced. Well, I'm gonna be divorced, but I've been separated for two years, um, from my ex husband, and his oldest daughter. Um, didn't, didn't really connect with me like, like the younger one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't exactly know why, but, um, I still tell her that I love her and that she can come over and she could call me and, but she's a teenager and she's had, you know, a couple women in and out of her life. And so it's probably difficult to maybe form form a connection or um when she was little it was when she was littler younger 
whatever. Um, it was easier to to bond with her, but as she got older, it was it was different. But the eight month old is now a seven year old, beautiful little girl that is still my first daughter, <laughs> and we have kept um, developed and kept a really a really close relationship. I mean, obviously, the dynamics of our relationship has changed, which is hard too. Um, you sign up to love this kid that isn't yours and you run the risk of not having any rights to them and them just no longer being in your life. Right. So even though the experience of my past wasn't great, I've been able to develop a relationship with my stepdaughter's mom and my stepdaughter sees that and, and she still comes over and um, I don't get to see her as much as I want, of course, but, um, I'm just so lucky to still be able to have a relationship right. with her because some people are with other people for years and they're raising these kids and then they split up and you're just out of those kids' life. And I couldn't really imagine that. No. I mean, she was a baby. She wasn't even a year old. Like, I, I, I think one of the things that, that, well, let me ask you, do you think maintaining your relationship with your ex's new girl and being able to be cordial and have a relationship with her has helped? It's probably helped your relationship with 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 this girl, you know, because I think it helped Anna that being her biological get along. You know what I mean? Because oh, right. like. Even like even if Courtney and him have an issue, we don't ever talk about about her ex. It it doesn't become it doesn't become. No, honest. we don't ever we don't like. And if we have a problem, we we don't talk about it in front of Anna. We don't never badmouth her dad. Like right. even if we don't agree with some of the decisions he's made, and I'm sure he's felt the same about some of the decisions we've made. Well, I got plans with you, and I'm like, well, this is where you have to choose. I I can't choose for you. I go, but I'll, but I'll make it easy on her. I'll be like, look, if you haven't seen your dad in a while and that's where you want to go and, and he's going to do something that you think that you might want to go do with him, or you think he needs a partner right now. I understand it. it, Like, but if it's something that we've had planned for a while, you know, tell him maybe next time if that's, and he'll understand too. He does. Like he's calling out of the blue. Like, but if it's something they scheduled, we always try to make sure that, 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 we try to make what I'm trying to say is we try to make it as easy as we can on her. We we don't try to right. We don't want her to have to choose because there is no choice. We're all here to make sure that Anna has the best childhood and the best chances of succeeding. What do you think in what she does? And when it's a decision that has to be made, we make her we make her choose. What do you think was the hardest part of just figuring out that there is more than one way to skin a cat. Like we have to be just working together is, is hard enough, you know, and just being mm-hmm. able to, to take your role and be supportive, whether you, whether, whether you don't agree with it or not, you know, I mean, you're allowed to say your piece. And you're allowed, you're allowed to have your input, but that doesn't mean that's the only input in it. 
you know, because it's, there's, there's, there's more than one person raising this child. Building this kind of three-way parenting relationship for you. Um, Lynn, what do you think your advice would be like from your perspective as now, I guess like the ex that parent? I, I feel like I have a better co-parenting relationship with my stepdaughter's mom uh-huh. than I do with my daughter's dad. But how do you stay involved? Like, how do you make sure you're or, or how do you try to make sure that you can stay involved with that child's life? Honestly, sometimes I feel really guilty because I'll say I'm going to call or or I get busy or she says she wants to spend the night and I don't really get back to her right away. And so it's really hard because not only is she spending her time half with her dad, half with her mom, but now I have to take away time from her mom to come see me. And that it makes me feel, it makes me feel guilty, but what makes me, what I struggled with for a really, really long time. And this would be my advice to somebody in my situation is, um, I felt guilty for leaving her when I left mm. that relationship. Yeah. Um, and I, I struggle with it sometimes still because um, she'll mention things like she misses being around me or, you know, things like that. But I realized through therapy and things that um, staying in that relationship and being able to be in, you know, I wouldn't have given her the type of example that I would have wanted to. Right. It would have been more demanding to stay in Absolutely. And I would rather have to miss her more often and for her to grow up and one day realize that. Oh, just I, I totally understand what Lindsay's saying about feeling guilty about leaving. Like I see it on Anna's face sometimes like. She'll get really quiet when we're FaceTiming when I when it's time for me to go. And you can tell that she's upset and she doesn't want to show right. it. And I'm like, it's okay, baby. You can tell me. And she's just like, I just I just want you home. You, you know, and it, there's and I and telling Anna the same thing that I tell you all the time, like I love you. You're smart, you're beautiful. I understand. I want to be home too. She, 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 she's heard it a hundred times. Yeah. She doesn't want to hear it no more. She, I wasn't going to say in that situation and that it's okay not to. And understand it as an adult. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I stay, I stay as involved as I can. And I, I know that it's something I wish I could do more of, but I, I love that I have a relationship with her mom and we just really work well together. So if anything out of that whole situation is I developed this really awesome friendship with the mother of a little girl that is my daughter as well. So it's a really cool thing to have. And I don't think everybody has that. Yeah. What were you going to say, babe? He just wants me to come home. Well, I think that that is good. We've got a half an hour. Are there any last thoughts that you guys have before we sign off for today? Tonight? Um, don't ever be afraid to love a kid like your own. You'll never regret it. 
you, you'll never look at it as a as a mistake. So if you have the option to give that kid an extra person to love them, do that. Yeah. Like falling into a face. You spend you spend ten hole. minutes. You spend ten <laughs> minutes doing random crap all day. Um, if I had one thing to to add, that that's a great thing, and that's 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 beautiful. And another thing is when you're when you're trying to when you're parenting or you're talking to your child, and they ask for something or you say no just to say no. Put yourself in that situation as when you were a kid, or even picture yourself at work when you ask your boss something, and, and you're then they go no, and you're like, well, why they say no? Think about why you're actually saying no. Is it just an inconvenience to you? Is it harmful to the child? Or is it something you might have to help them with? Find find out why it's a no. I mean, if it's a legit no, let them know why. Then they'll understand why. And then maybe the next time, they'll yeah, have... Yeah, figure it out. Just, just, just try to figure out why you're saying no. God, just saying no show. to say no is not That's a cool. really good one. I like that one. I like both of those. I agree. Love is never wasted and don't say no just to be a dick. Right, because you miss out on on those times that when you're older, you're like, oh, I regret not doing this. Like, those are going to be the things you right. regret not doing. So just do them, even if it takes extra time, even if it takes time away from what you're doing. Right. So I I agree. Oh, and I have one one great trick to get the kids from saying your name 10,000 10, times in a row. So when, when Anna comes up, she's like, Mom, 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 Mom. And you finally go, what in the hell do you want? Instead, just walk around for a day going, Anna, 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 Anna. And eventually she's going to go, what in the hell do you want? And you're going to go, see, do you like it? Do you like it? <laughs> I yeah, I can definitely see you saying that. Or, Alrighty, or on my, my go. I think That's we're gonna let name. our Don't listeners out. go. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And <laughs> you guys can do that later. We 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 get off the phone so I can go smoke. Shit. <laughs> Hold on, Lynn. Why do yes. these podcasts? Yes, I got you on the air with it. It was perfect. Hot fucking messes.